0: This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Greys. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, Jim and Tom. And uh, we're late, but better late than never, as they say. And uh, we're going to talk a movie today. Uh, a rom com. I I think we've never talked a rom com on uh, the podcast. No,
1: I don't think we ever did. I don't think it's ever fit into our our scheme. But um, yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, uh,
0: we're gonna talk. We're gonna review the Lovebirds today, uh, Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani movie that was meant to be in theaters April third, but came out on Netflix this past weekend. But before we get to that, we uh, we we'd be uh, kind of remiss to not talk about uh, our favorite director, Zack yeah. Snyder long time ago, Justice League came out. It was supposed to be the maiden voyage for the DCEU to say, all right, we have our team. We can rival the Avengers. And Justice League came out, and uh, nothing happened. It made $600, 000, $600 million, but uh, it was a weird divorce between directors. It was half Zack Snyder, half Josh Whedon. And now, for the last three years, we've been sitting with the hashtag release, the Snyder Cut uh movement and finally uh this past week it was announced that we're gonna get it and it's gonna come 2021 on the newly launched as of today hbo max uh streaming service so what are your thoughts on this whole director's cut second chance i don't announcement?
1: like i don't trust that it sucked the movie sucked but we've seen other things he's done that have sucked too like this isn't like his first rodeo with a bad movie could it get better Maybe. Um, I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm sure we'll, you know, do a side by side and see what happens. But, yeah, I have little faith that it's going to be great. And I think that's going to be super embarrassing when if it comes out and there isn't no discernible improvement. You know what I mean? Like we're still it's still a blah movie, you know. And what's for what? You know, what what does this accomplish? None of it leads to anything. It's it's all in the yeah, past. This doesn't. This is not going to get us all our movies that we wanted. So,
0: yeah, I think this is kind. Of, this is kind of like the 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 relook for for Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers. Like, hey, we know that a tragedy happened on your end. You had to leave. We didn't get your movie. And historically, the director's cut of his movies have been better than the Warner Brother cut of his movies. So, mm-hmm. uh, Watchmen and. Batman versus Superman they were better the second time around with his full vision. This I feel like is going to be a lot better. Um, one because they spent nearly uh 40 million dollars on reshoots for this movie already to clean up the animation and and stuff like that. They're bringing in Darkseid which is huge.
1: Yeah. Which should have been hap- should have happened.
0: Exactly. Now this you got to remember this was a movie that was supposed to be split into two parts. So I don't know if we're getting the whole two parts. I know the movie is going to be 214 minutes, so what's that three and a half hours long? Yeah, but they're they're like they're bringing in Dark Side. Like I said, they're going to do Martian Manhunter. The Green Lantern's rumored. We're going to get Black Suit Superman. We're, we might get Long Haired Mullet Superman. And all
1: that existed, like that was all yeah. filmed and cut. Yeah. What what is that? Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, according to some of the articles I read. Uh, Cyborg was supposed to have a much bigger, much more conflicted him versus Motherbox human not human okay. story, uh, and that got cut. They cut an entire backstory for Ezra Miller uh, because they had Kearsley Clemens, who was in Scoob, who we talked about last week. She was playing Iris, and she got cut completely.
1: Okay. I don't know. I, I, I my, my, my biggest thing right now is if this comes out and it's great, what what happens next?
0: I don't think – so I don't think he's going to get the helm. I don't think that this is a tryout for him to get the helm. No, but, but like – I think, it, it, I does think this gets him another movie.
1: Right. So we're going to watch another Justice League movie that doesn't go anywhere, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't lead to another movie. We've already watched a Justice League movie that's not going anywhere. So now we watch another Justice League movie that's not going to go anywhere?
0: This is all – I mean this could lead up to Flashpoint. Yeah, I
1: guess. If that's still, I don't even know. Like, But that's my problem is it's not just him. He's not the only problem here. Like, it's obvious that there's producers and, and DC can't handle this type of, I don't know, movie, large scale movie. They can handle everything else. But they just they, – they they drop the ball every time. So I'm not – I don't know, man. I don't know what this is going to come to. But we'll see. And, and it sucks because if, if it does come out and it's great, what do we – we're going to go, wow, that makes me yearn to see that Justice League 2 movie or – which we're not getting.
0: But I think Warner Brothers is banking on the the whole yearning to get people excited for – the next movie Zack Snyder might get, which okay. is Superman Two. So this this could be a this could be a tryout, kind of get him back into it. I know like he has a, a movie coming to Netflix, like a zombie movie coming to Netflix, which would be his first kind of reemergence, yeah, yeah. I guess. It'd be his reemergence back into Hollywood, uh, since the you know, his passing of his daughter. But I don't I don't know, man. Uh I wanna see Dark Side. I want to see what happens. I want to see what we missed. But the the main thing is like I'm ready for this to to come out, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. We we talked three years about it, and it went nowhere. And now because there's a streaming service and COVID, and no, Warner Brothers can't make any movies, they're gonna put this out, which is you know, I think it's a cheap move. But to your point, when you were talking about DC not being able to, to kind of navigate this terrain, I don't think it's I think it's Warner Brothers. Um, right. Warner Brothers is one of the oldest yeah. production companies out there. And they don't know how to maybe that is it. Maybe, a cinematic maybe it's
1: them saying, you know, look, this is what we're good at. We make movies, you make comics, trust us. There's not really to trust them with. I, they, ha- I, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I don't think I don't tr- like, I don't think Warner brothers can do the cinematic universe and they've proven it. They're good at making universes like the Harry Potter stuff, but they don't know how to connect it and they don't want to connect it. Maybe, um, or they're not willing to adapt, but, uh, It has kind of spun into this whole world where everybody wants to do their version of their movie. So, like, David Ayers says there's an Ayers cut of The Suicide Squad, and there's the butthole cut for the Cats movie, and then there's, you know, Ghostbusters and Bright, and all these movies are coming out. Like, we have our own director's cut. What do you think about, like, is this the the future for bad movies to say, well, we're not getting our, our vision out there? Hashtag release this
1: cut. I mean, potentially it could be, but it's it's too cloudy. And it, like, maybe if this works, and and people are like, "See, you know, we're here to prove something. It did work. It it was better. You know, give us our due." Then it could be something that could be used later. But if it doesn't work, then I don't think this will. This is the new normal. This is a new precedent. I, I you know, they're they're. Maybe when dealing with Warner Brothers or DC or whoever, you know, maybe that's the precedent that you have to set over there is like, you have to give me some control over what gets released as a director. I, you know, I'm not going to say yes to it or I want to, if it doesn't come out the way that I want it to come out or you butcher it, I want to be able to put something out. Like, how did he get his hands on the Snyder cut? I guess, like you said... The third time, I guess it was. I guess it was lack of new things, lack the ability to put out new things, and and kind of a a, for good or for bad. We're wrestling fans, and and you know, heat's heat. Like you know, heat's good for business. It makes money. So even if they're the bad guy in all this, if they're the the heel, if Warner Brothers comes out the heel and says we squashed that a long time ago. And then they're like, "Well, all right. Well, we'll put it out and and give Zack Snyder his 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 due. Maybe you know it's good for business for them. They're making money that way. So yeah,
0: yeah. And and you know maybe you're right. This is this could be a bargaining chip in the future for directors. Yeah. But if we go track record, Zack Snyder's done this three times with Warner Brothers, in my opinion, or to my knowledge, uh, with. Watchmen with Batman versus Superman and now with Justice League. The three movies that he's done that have been comic book movies, he said, Well, we'll put it out. There's problems. You're not going to like it. And people don't like it. And then they're like, All right, wait. A month later, or a year later, Black Friday comes around and here's the Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman. There's the Snyder cut of I
1: Watchmen. Mean, what's that say about him? Is he hard to work with? Is he Does he have an inability? I know where it's, it's hate on Zack Snyder time. And, you know, I gave him. You know his 30-day pass when his daughter died. But I'm back on that train. of hating him. I don't. I don't like anything he's ever done. Uh, no, take that back. I you did didn't like 300? 300. And now, now we're back to hating him. But here's three movies with a company that put you at the helm and, and said you're the guy in charge. And he can't. He can't release his vision, or he has a problem. Like, is that? His, is this?
0: Yeah.
1: Is this a him problem, or is this a Warner Brothers, or is it a problem for both of them?
0: I think because I both. mean
1: Warner Brothers puts out this convoluted timeline that we can't follow, so may, maybe it is a both.
0: I think with with Zack Snyder, I think I think what happens is he shoots this movie the way he shoots it, right? So he'll shoot the five hour movie that he wants to see, and then he'll trim it down to three and a half hours, let's say. But I think what Warner Brothers sees is like they are pulled in by the guise of how beautiful his film is right there he's a visionary he has all these long shots he pans out like cinematography yeah, is great You can right?
1: get a comic book shot
0: and that's what they want right but that sacrifice is good story so they'll take better visuals and lack of content so they'll do that great scene where it's peering through the memorial and you're seeing bruce wayne and then you know, Flash coming through to timeline to see Batman when he's dreaming and then nightmare Batman, stuff like that. But you're taking away the Flash Origin. You're taking away, um, Dark Side. You're taking away, um, you know, Green Lantern and, and uh Martian Manhunter. I think they sacrifice big parts of a movie figuring, oh, we're gonna get a second movie. We can just redeem ourselves the second movie, not knowing that this movie was gonna be so bad and that's what we're left with. Uh, the only positives I'm gonna take out of this is maybe we're gonna get three characters that are important to us. We're going to get Darkseid, who can go on further into the New God stuff if that ever happens. We're going to get a casting for Green Lantern, hopefully, and we're going to get Martian Manhunter. So three more established names in the DC universe that could potentially appear in this convoluted yeah, time. Yeah, let's right. hope.
1: I mean, I, I look, I, I hope for the best in this, and, and I do hope it. Uh, it is, you know... What we want, and and it's as good as you know what we think they could do. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm not. I mean,
0: I'm going to give it a three right now.
1: (laughs) I have. Look, they're giving him the ability to do it. Warner Brothers is not going to put out. Well, who knows what they would allow? Are they going to put out the same thing, or would they want?
0: They put out trash already. So if this is bad, it might be a little higher standard trash, a little more expensive.
1: I know that. Superman's face was it was was maybe the worst thing that I've ever seen, and they let that go. That was Josh Whedon. His face. Yeah, that was oh. Whedon.
0: Yeah, that was under his under okay. his uh, regime. He t- he took like eighty new pages into the script. Okay. Yeah, Superman so.
1: had a beard in the comic books. Why didn't you let that happen? I don't understand.
0: Right, they cut out a mustache. Yeah. Like, what's that signify? Just cuz he has a mustache, he's a creep now? Like super you know, you can't have super kind day. of resemble a pedophile, right? Let him have a mullet <laughs> and a raging beard like I am right now and yeah. it would have been great. I could have done mullet back super in the Superman. 90s. Yeah, he had a raging yeah. mullet. It was awesome, but they ruined it. All right, let's move away from the hate train of Jack Snyder and possibly move into the hate train of The Lovebirds, a Netflix movie that we're about to spoil. You know, this is do you have a favorite rom-com? In the world of Tom, is there a favorite rom com? Uh,
1: I don't know. Actually, I, I liked Legally Blonde. I thought that was fun. What was it Elle Woods? Right, that was her name. I don't know. Um, back in the day, I like the '90s had a lot of good rom coms. Always turned into like road trip movies and stuff like that. Like, but I can't remember. It's not embedded in my brain like a lot of other stuff is. Uh, like if it comes up, I'm like oh yeah, I go watch that, but it's not the genre that um, that 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 sticks with me the most. Obviously, so
0: yeah, uh, same here. Uh, I like Crazy Stupid Love. I think that was probably my favorite. Um, it was all sarcast, but we're not reviewing that. Uh, I will say that when I saw the trailer for this, I think I might have saw it during Birds of Prey or yeah, something like that. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe like Gretel and Hansel. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why this would be on that. But um, I saw it and I was like, I want to see this. Uh, I knew Issa Rae from Insecure. I knew that she was a good actress. She was an actress on the rise. So I was like, okay, they got a hot name for this. Uh, And I I love Kumail. I was like, this is even better. It looked funny. The trailer looked great. And then COVID happened. And it went from not being in theaters to being the first – major theater movie to get bought by netflix let
1: me ask you this is a something that i I wanted to ask you you just said something i love kumail yes i think i used to too but then i thought about like why why did you love kumail like what did you love him in
0: i loved him in silicon valley the show and i loved him in the big Sick. the
1: big sick was a drama right sort of yeah that him
0: and his wife wrote yeah it was a drama was it a comedy
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and, I know. I mean, it it, it
0: it had its it had its yeah.
1: moments. I, after watching this, I was like, maybe I don't like like I maybe I like Kamal as a person, and that's po- a possible thing. I don't. I think I think I've seen him in interviews and I've seen him like talk to people. But a lot of his movies are garbage. They're duds. Either he can't pick them or he can't do them. But there's something about like I don't know if he's a good actor. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's funny. I don't know if he's good. I don't know. I don't hate him for it. I just don't know if he's a good actor.
0: I think I like the the deadpan yeah. comedy, like this. It's constant sarcasm, and I I think that's what worked in this movie for me is like the banter between him and Issa Rae, where like they were roasting each other in every situation that they possibly could, uh, and I like that because I feel like that's what Chelsea and I do all the time, <laughs> but we're less funny. Kumail, I think lately has been. Because he's hot, he's been kind of typecasted into these yeah. like stupid comedies, Uh like Stuber. Right? I feel like when I review and like watch comedies, I have to take off my reviewing hat because I'm gonna. Right. I don't want to judge that's, them like maybe I would. Maybe
1: that is the problem. Maybe maybe I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm hitting it too hard. Where I should just there. And I will say there, there were like some one liners that, but it didn't stick to me. Like didn't stick to my ribs. You know what I mean? i I think Issa was the better part of this a hundred percent oh I agree yeah she
0: she carried the so thumb.
1: that's where I was coming like after watching I was like she's got you know she's got more punch more jug than kamel
0: like he he has like this one type of comedy where she yeah, has layers yeah. to her stuff. Like she, you, you can see like the emotion where he's like kind of just he's very deadpan, which I and don't. I I like I, that. I mean, I like win, British like, stuff,
1: my, and that's kind of their thing. But so I, I, I'm not against that, and I, and I think he could be good. And like I said, I he's always been good in in interviews, and he's always been good on talk shows. And maybe that's where I I I I expected that. Like, but that's it. Maybe that's him. That's all there is to him.
0: I think the better question is: Is he a leading I, man? No,
1: hundred percent. No, not yet.
0: I mean, he had Stu, yeah, he had Stuber, where he was like, I think he's suffering from being paired with not a a bigger name, like a bigger name than him. You know what I mean? Like Issa Rae, I think, is bigger than Kumail in this movie. Uh, so the, he kind of had somebody on his his level, like somebody who's really in the in entertainment news and stuff like that, has acted, done TV, you know, knows right. the yeah. the rigmarole, right? But then you get someone like Batista. In, in Stuber where, yeah, he's in blockbusters, but he's not the lead. So you're getting two guys who aren't leading men and you're putting them in a movie and saying, all right, you're both leading in this. And they don't know what to do. They're supposed to kind of fall fall in line with the the OGs of the movie, you know, the people who have been there before. And I, I feel like this movie, The Lovebirds, kind of suffered from that as well. It could have kind of benefited from having a bigger yeah. name in the movie, it's just a more recognizable name because i everybody acts in the movie but your biggest name outside of your leads is Anna Camp and i don't know if she's a household name
1: well i i mean i didn't recognize anybody and that's not it's not a bad thing it's 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 um not originally a netflix movie but it turned into a netflix movie that's kind of the 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 nature of netflix is introducing you to people you didn't know so I, I don't really hate that about it, but yeah, I think he could have did with um, somebody to carry some of the load for him, which will be good in the future. I, I think he'll be, see, this is the thing. I think he could do fine in, 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 in um, the Eternals.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to crush it. I think do it, all right though.
1: with that. Um, as the pithy one-liner delivery guy, I think he could do that, which is, you know, is kind of why we like uh Dave Batista's Drax. He's, he doesn't have to be yep. funny for two and a half hours. He has to be funny for like a couple lines here and there. And I think that I think that could be what Kamal's good Com- comedic relief. There's going to be a lot of comedy there already because that's how they are. But you know, a little he could be a little bit comedic relief, which would be good.
0: Yeah, and like when I'm watching, when I was watching this movie, I watched it with Chelsea. And the when I watch the comedies, especially you know comedies that I'm going to review, I I want to just. If I'm going right. to laugh, like, is it forced? Is it something that I'm like waiting for a punchline? And I, there were, like you said, there were some times that it hit, uh, I, like the scene in the car where they're, they're getting ready to run over the <laughs> bicyclist and they're, and they're like trying to help the cop. And he's like, you know, hit him, hit him. And he's like, oh, he's going down here. And, like the lines in there, that was good. Um, but then, you know, there were other stuff like with the bacon grease, all that's like, all the stuff that hit with me was the stuff that I okay. saw in trailers.
1: Ah. The trailer movie, yeah.
0: That line where Anna Camp, who played Edie, she's like, you could either have the, the bacon grease or what's behind door number two. That's the lo- That's the scene in the trailer that got me. And I was like, I'm going to see this in theaters. And he's like, what? Is he going to shit on me? And the horse kicks him in the chest. And I'm like, I'm going to see this we in We saw theaters, that whole 30 right.
1: seconds in the trailer, that whole, th- which kind of.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's we one of the things scene. that did it for
1: me is that looked funny and it was still funny, but. It was one of the better moments of the movie, but you already showed us in in the trailer the whole entire thing. Like, if you didn't deliver the kick in the uh, trailer and you left it open, like, oh, I remember seeing this. What happens? Does he get shit on? Does he get kicked? That would have been better. You know what I mean? Like, but you've already delivered that whole thing. And especially when it is one of your best moments, if not the best moment. You know, you're right. It is a trailer movie, so to speak. So...
0: Yeah, same thing with the when they went to the, uh, the orgy, right? We saw everything in that trailer minus the orgy, which obviously we're not going to see. But, like, it was – there were parts of the movie where I'm like, okay, you got me here. Like the beginning when they break up. Yeah. Like I thought this was just like two romantic people who are deeply in love with each other who get caught in a series of unfortunate events. And what we got was two people who have just broken up who have witnessed the murder <laughs> and how the hell to get out of there. And I thought that that worked. But then on the other side, when when they're arguing about The Amazing Race, I already knew yeah, the ending. Yeah. I told Chelsea, I was like, this movie's going to end with them back together participating <laughs> in The Amazing Race. And that's how it did. Like two two I, seconds yeah, into the movie, I I,
1: I will say, I, I do appreciate and kind of like the – they didn't go for big laughs. And it was kind of – the deadpan – during the the more ridiculous and yeah the more ridiculous moments was kind of fun for me because i do like you know deadpan humor and that's kind of my humor but um yeah i it's just something i don't know man i i just don't think he like we we said before i don't think he's a leading man i don't think he can be i
0: don't know I think he can be. I just don't think he's ready for it. I think the, you know, there's there's movies there's movie stars that have like, when they die, right? You they have they play the highlights, right? I think when Kumail moves on, um, this won't be included in his highlights. This and Stuber, right? I think eventually we're gonna we're gonna see the big sick. We're gonna see uh, Silicon Valley. We're gonna see like his podcast stuff that he did, and we're hear that, and then we're gonna see Eternals and and what goes on further. Because you know what happens with the Marvel guys and girls they they get their skyrocket like they're they're gonna start getting more roles and they might get good roles they might get bad roles but i think for kumal we're gonna see a lot of these roles where he is the leading man with somebody who besides he's but with a bunch of people who may be mm-hmm. character actors on other shows or other movies uh but what i'll say about this movie was i think it's a good couples movie because it kind of puts you yeah. in a spot where if you're if you're in uh jabron and uh leilani's role when when we're in the when we're in those spots i was telling chelsea i was like which one would be the one to run which one would be the one, like what would you do would you and like knowing chelsea i was like would you be able to climb that scaffolding would you be able to get in that window or hide like and she she was like my knees aren't that bad and it, it kind of just like went into us roasting each other while we watched the movie uh along with kumal and Issa roasting each other so it is a, it's definitely a watchable um Couples movie for sure. Yeah,
1: maybe she, I didn't watch it with Nicole. She's iffy. It's hard to, to pin down what she would like to watch, and I don't think she would sit down for a whole thing. Um, so maybe that would have been different, but I don't know.
0: I think that you know, it's a uh, sixty-seven on critic score and fifty-three on the fans. Where does your allegiance lie on this? Is it are you fans. closer to critics or fans? Yeah,
1: um, it was. Um, maybe I'm feeling it, but I you know no nah, because I've been back to work, but. This was, um, it wasn't, it was a slog for me. It wasn't, it it didn't move as fast as I would like. The tonal shifts were kind of weird and the humor didn't carry me through the, the more depressing down scenes. Like they had very real, like, like scenes of like, what are we going to do now and how are we going to make it through this? And I was like, man, that's, it's sad. And it's, it's, it's. And I know because it is a rom com that it does end with them being together, which is just the way it is. That's that's the, the trope, and that's how, you know, you want to be different. Don't ever let them get back together. Let them carry out a divorce or whatever. Yeah. But I knew that's how it was going to happen. But I was like, man, this is a slog. This is they're really depressing, and it wasn't there. They weren't funny enough for me. They weren't funny enough in between those moments to really, uh like maintain like a a level of me wanting to finish this so
0: yeah i think i think there were a lot of moving pieces like you said like the transitions like there was a lot of things going on with just two characters uh but for me like i watched it on saturday or friday night and i i didn't think it went too long it wasn't as long as uh, I thought it was going to be. Like, I've watched a lot of stuff where it just continues to drag, and I'm like, oh, this is only an hour and a half. It didn't feel like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It felt a little bit longer, but it, it wasn't something where I was like, oh, turn it off, get it off now. Like, this is Gretel and Hansel. This is Cats. This is, you know, anything else that we've watched pretty much this year. Um, but overall, I, I, I was kind of pleased with it. I'm more with the the critics. I think uh, probably like 65, 62 around there. Um, so kind of in the middle. But it was. Uh, it was watchable. I, I say if I'm going to give like a title to a review, okay. I'll say watchable. I, I read a I read a review that said this is a movie that is perfect for um, doing household tasks. Yeah. Doing folding laundry, ironing your clothes. Uh, yeah,
1: that might that might have worked instead of concentrating heavily on it. Like we, we kind of do for this. Maybe if it was just. In the background while doing something else, it would have those moments where the 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 tone shifted. Probably would have been like it would have felt less. It would have, the weight would have been less. So you're probably right. It would have, I probably would have scored it better if it was one of those types of things. But critiquing it and sitting mm-hmm. down and like really getting into it, I was like, man, this is this is tough for me.
0: So what do you? I'm gonna give it, it
1: a three. Okay,
0: we're not far off. Uh, yeah, like give it a three and well, a half. you know,
1: Issa does a lot of the, the heavy lifting, I think, and you know, the realization that I don't know if 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 Kumail's good, I don't know if I like Kumail, and I I think we've even said it before. It's like, oh, it's great. I you know, we all love Kumail. And I'm like, do I really like Kumail? I don't yeah. know. I don't even. I I can't remember if that's if if I I've really liked him in anything besides just him. And that's not it's not against him. It's just. I don't know if I like him as an act.
0: I, I, I know that I referred this movie to a lot of people, and I'm probably letting a lot of people down. I was like, oh, yeah, I love Kumail. You should watch this. He's fun. He's so funny. And uh, now, after seeing the movie, it, 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 it made me laugh, but it wasn't as funny as I was hoping it for. Uh, the big takeaway from this movie is uh, going forward – I'm excited to see more stuff with Issa Rae in it. Yeah, she's. Uh, um, I'll definitely yeah, she, watch her next. Yeah, she came
1: movie. out the star for me, and yeah, maybe because you know, like we we said before, she just she had a little bit more range.
0: Yeah, so uh, three for you, three and a half for me. Um, not much more to say. Uh, I, I think I'm I'm glad it was on Netflix. Uh, I still would have seen it in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't have to. Yeah, pay after
1: for all it. the stuff we've paid for. It's nice to have a few free ones like, the, to accumulate, you know. Yeah. It's been a rough absolutely. year. <laughs> well, it's been real rough.
0: <laughs> I know that Net, like as we close out, because this is going to be a shorter episode, but Netflix has kind of been hit or miss. Uh, we've done Extraction, which was a hit. We've done this one, which is kind of a miss. Uh, we have another one coming out, but it's further in July, called The Old Guard, which I think is going to be a hit. Uh, check out that trailer. That's That's going to be great. Um, but I mean, it's, it's the course for us. We watch good movies and we watch bad movies, but we watch more. Eh yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we've given more threes out than the NBA this year. So yeah, it's kind of been what we have to do. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. And we're fair. Uh this is why we wouldn't work at these t- tomato-based companies. <laughs> uh, we're a little more fair. We see it from from the viewer's perspective but use it as a critic's perspective too, so you get a little bit of both. But uh I'm glad I'm glad where we came from. I'm glad we didn't have uh you at a 0 and me at a yeah, 5 because then, then we would have watched a different movie. It.
1: Um no, definitely not. But
0: Yeah, and I don't think I don't think that's ever happened.
1: No, I, there's been things we don't like or I don't like and you do, but No, usually we're pretty we have run pretty pretty, you know, close to the same number. So
0: uh, we'll see next week. Next week we got two things coming out. We got uh it's a, our little TV battle, a series to get into this summer. Is it going to be Snowpiercer or is it going to be Star Girl? We're going to talk about that next week. So um by the time this gets out, there will be uh, two episodes of each show. And by the time the next episode comes out, there will be three episodes of each show. So Watch the pilots. We'll only review the pilots of Stargirl on DC Universe and CW and Snowpiercer on TNT, the series, not the movie. Uh, And then we'll break them down next week. Um, So support us on on social medias, Galaxy Wars Podcast. Support Active Geek every Wednesday. And uh, here's 20 bucks. Buy yourself something nice.